Yo, what's up everyone? How's it going? Thank you for checking out the podcast, The Forex Fashion, The Journey of Financial Freedom. My name is Raymond Jeffries. I'm a Forex trader. In this podcast, what I like to do is like to go over different topics, uh, mostly particular going aiming towards trading because that's what I love, and just kind of going over different topics, hoping to help you guys along your trading journeys and just different stuff I'm learning along mine. Um, in this particular podcast, what I'm going to be going over is I'm going to be going over back testing. Yes, I know it's a topic we all love as traders. Um, in this, like I said, back testing and different facets of backtesting and kind of the most, not the most important thing, but one of the big questions of backtesting. Um, firstly, you may be thinking, okay, once you get past those initial questions of backtesting, that's, you know, what is backtesting? Um, do I have to backtest? You'd be surprised when people have, do not realize they actually, I mean, they don't have to backtest, but you know, me personally, I had to backtest because I actually needed to see that my system or strategy I was testing was profitable over time, but some people don't need that. So, hey, you know, do you, but you know, that's questions asked. And the next thing you usually realize, you, the next question you have once you realize, you know, I actually do have to do this backtesting thing is, how much do I backtest? What is the right amount of data I need for backtesting? How many trades do I need to backtest? And this is a really difficult question to answer for traders. And the reason for that is because there is no cookie cutter answer. Um, I wish there was. There was that was the answer I was hoping for when I first got into trading, and you know I was looking for an answer, and I was like, please just tell me how many. Once I realized I had to backtest, like give me just one simple answer, and I'll be, I'll do that just to get it over with. And truthfully, there is no cookie cutter answer, and the reason for that is because you have to kind of ask yourself, okay, why are you backtesting? Well, firstly, I want to say, the one answer that was closest to a cookie cutter answer um, that my mentor gave was um, 100 trades or five years of data. Because usually around that time frame, you'll you'll hit one or the other um, and you'll get enough data points in regards to the amount of trades, um, amount of trades inputting to your data set. But the only issue is, and the reason why it's so hard to give that cookie cutter answer is because one of the main things is we all trade different time, well, we don't all trade different time frames, but we trade different time frames. Um, if you told someone five years, if you're trading five years on, if you're getting back testing data for five years on a daily time frame, that's really not much. Especially if you get maybe one setup a month, you know that is that really enough data? Maybe 50 trades ish somewhere in that in that range. But if you're trading, you know, on the five minute, you can get 100 trades in over five years. You'll get hundreds of trades, and that might be a, too much data, you know, or it may not be not too much, but maybe not necessary. So as you can see, there is no clear cookie cut answer. Um, but in this podcast, what I want to go over is just, you know, the main thing is wondering, okay, well, why do we backtest? You know, like why is backtesting necessary? And you have to remember why we backtest in the first place. We backtest to make sure our systems are profitable. Yes, number one, yeah, that's a main thing. Uh, the second thing is we build our RAS. And what that is, is your particular activity system is where you you repeatedly see the same setup over and over and over. Um, I recently just back tested the Aussie dollar on uh, my CTS system that I'm testing, and I think I logged about about 450 trades. I can see like my, and that's just on one pair in one time frame. I've just, I've done a couple other pairs before, maybe about four or five pairs before that. So I've done maybe uh, they roughly all around 400 to 450 trades per. Um, Prepare so you can imagine I've seen possibly about 2,000 ish 
of those setups. So you can imagine, you know, once you see that over and over and over again, you know, it only helps. It helps you when you're in the market, when you're trading live, when you see the, the setup you've seen in the past, it becomes automatic. And that's kind of what we want our trading to be. So that's one factor on why you want to backtest. You want to backtest enough because you, once you come across that in the market, you kind of want it to be automatic. Similar to stopping at a stoplight, you know, or stopping at a stop sign. How do you, how does your body know to do it? Your body knows to do it because you've done it so many times in the past. It's been kind of ingrained in you. You don't you don't even think about it. And that's kind of what you want your trading to be like. You or like you want your trading to be like you think of a certain set of things as you're going. It's something that's automatic to you. And I think that's important to kind of learn along the way you're trading. So what is the other thing? Why is the other reason we backtest? And why do we, you know, why do I think it's necessary to backtest a certain amount of data going backwards? And that is, like I said, to make sure your system is profitable, but not just profitable, but profitable in different market conditions. I'm sure we all can tell that this year, you know, with the whole coronavirus and the volatility market has been a lot different than the past few years um, in trading in general, just due to the volatility, due to the different conditions in the market. Like uh, for example, summer was a lot more active this year than the past few years. And this past few weeks have been not really active at all. And personally in my trading, um, and my mentor said that's something that's not that's something that's the same for him and something that is, you know, not really similar to other years that in the past. But, you know, the further you go back, you'll find this year, but it's nothing like the past few years. So this year, maybe if you say if you only tested five years of data and when you go back and you look at this year compared to your other years, you'll see that the data is completely off and it may be throwing you off. And, and like I said, the main reason why we want to go back and back test a certain amount of years because we want to check our system in different market conditions, different market settings. Like for example, like this volatile year, I would compare in my personal data with the way I back tested, this year has been very comparative to the year in 2009, um, especially with the Aussie dollar. Looking at the Aussie dollar, because uh, you know my past few years of back testing data, the Aussie dollar has had almost no market volatility, like none. Um, but if you go back to 2009, there was a lot of volatility in the market. There was a lot of moves being made in the market. So it's more similar to that year. And unless I actually went back to test that year, how would I have known if my strategy that I'm, you know, that I'm going to trade is, is profitable in these different types of market settings. So that's why it's important to kind of go back and check that. So in regards to backtesting now, I would honestly recommend to do at least 100 trades. 100 trades or five years, whichever comes first, at a bare minimum. And you may be asking, okay, why is it 100 trades? Why is that? Because, okay, let me give you a story about me when I first started trading. Like I said, I, I basically, when I first started doing it, I basically was like, okay, I wanna do 100 trades, I wanna do five years. And I looked at it as more as something that was getting in the way of me starting to trade live. And it's something that was getting in the way of me becoming a consistent. So I looked at it as like a, a job, something that wasn't not necessarily fun. It's not really fun, but it wasn't I wasn't looking at it in the right way. Instead of the way you should be looking at backtesting, you should be looking at it as a foundation of what you're building to be a consistently profitable trader. It's a foundation. It's a part of it. It's a part of the the path we take to become consistently profitable traders, because when you think about it, when you trade live, everything you do live, it that backtesting, those backtesting results is gonna be a foundation of that. And what I mean by that is when you're trading live, say you have a three month period, say you wanna see how you've done, say, okay, for example, your first quarter results, you wanna compare those first quarter results. What do you wanna, what can you compare it to? Especially if you haven't backtested. What, what, how do you compare how you did in just January? What do you compare it to? 
the only thing you could compare it to is, you know, if you've traded for a few years and you compare it to those results. But say you haven't traded for a few years. Say you just started trading now. What do you compare that to? How do you know how you did the first quarter of this year? You compare it to your past data. You compare it to your back-tested results. And that's why you have that data there. You have, because you need something to compare your results to. Because you need to know if what you're doing is correct, firstly. You need to make sure if you're, the, tr the way you're trading now is consistent with how you've traded in the past or your results are similar to what they should be. And the only way to do that is to have those back-tested results. Because the whole thing behind backtesting is when you you want to trade live exactly how you backtest because for example if you are if you found your strategy to be um, profitable in your backtesting you know then of course you want to continuously do that exact same thing you were doing in your backtesting in your trading live and when your backtest results or sorry your live results aren't similar to your backtest results or somewhere in the range somewhere that's you know historically average then you can start asking yourself okay well is this a problem with the strategy or is this human error where is the problem is it me or is it the strategy and that's where you got to delve a little bit deeper into your data but if you don't have that backtested data how would you know what to compare it to you wouldn't have anything so like i said i did i used to have five years i'm like i said i did five years or 100 trades and when I went back and I did my historical and I kind of looked at how my past few years have done, like I said, the past few years were completely different than this year because the past few years have not been as volatile as this year has been. So that's when I, you know, I wasn't as comfortable with the amount of backtested data that I had. And that's when I personally decided to go back and backtest additional data. So now me personally, now what I backtest, I backtest 10 years. That may seem like a crazy amount of data to some people, which is completely fine. You know, some people may look at that and think that, hey, man, that's too much data. That's too much time. I don't really have the time to, you know, get all this information, which is completely fine. You know, like I said, to each his own. But for me personally, I needed to get that data because I need something to compare my current results back to. And like I said, if I, if like, for example, if I have a, you know, 6% return, in uh, the first couple months or first two months. And I'm like, okay, well, is that normal? I go back and look at my back test data. Oh, well, okay, well, I should have somewhere in this range. Or if I break it down for strategy, okay, this strategy, like I said, something like compared to the Aussie dollar. Like I said, I just completed 10 years of data on that. So when I start trading that live in regards to that particular strategy, I know that particular strategy on its best year had a 20% return. And I know on its worst year, it had a 3% return. So I, that is a very wide variability, very wide range. But I know that that 3% return came in a really low volatile year. And how do I know that? From I'm looking at my backtest results, I'm looking at my ATRs. They are very small compared to, like I said, maybe 2012 where there was a market was a little more volatile. And that and that's something you don't get just by backtesting 100 trades or backtesting 20. You know, some traders think 100 trades is a lot. Some traders only backtest 20 trades, maybe a year or two. And what they don't understand is that not all strategies work in all markets. And the reason for that is because, especially in the Forex market, it's a consolidating market. A lot of the time, it doesn't really trend a lot. So if you're testing a trending strategy and you go back the past few years and say that market happened to be trending for a, for that period, you know, your strategy is going to be killing it. And you're going to be like, okay, I'm ready to take this live. I tested this 20 trades. I'm ready to go. But when you take a live, you know, say the market goes in consolidation, which is what it does. 
and that strategy just completely fails you and it completely tears your account apart and you're wondering like hey man what's going on this strategy worked i tested this 20 trades you know this should be working for me but then you go back and you back test another few years and you're like oh actually this this is completely normal you know i go through a few years of breaking even breaking even breaking even and then boom it hits a equity curve my equity curve hits and then I, you know, have, have new equity highs. But how would you know that if you only did 20 trades and you only did a year or maybe a year and a half of testing? And that's why, like I said, it's important to backtest enough. There is no clear cut answer on how much you should backtest. I wish there was. I mean, I, uh, the thing is, what you have to understand is you have to backtest enough to the point where you feel comfortable with those numbers and taking that strategy live and being able to compare it to the past and compare it to you know how you've done in the past like i said for me now that personally that's 10 years um i look at my strategy now i, I do every three months i go back and see okay well how did this compare in the these three months periods uh, in the past few years how did this do then how did this do then because now i have something to compare to and if i'm my numbers are way off i think my numbers are off five percent percent and a half then i'm like okay well that's you know whatever that's just variability at least i know what range i should be hitting in but if I, my numbers are way off, then I know that this may just be an outlier year. If so, what was my outlier before? And how would I know that unless I had that data? So all that to say <laughs> um, that, like I said, there's there's different ways to go about it. Um, some traders, like I said, some traders don't even think you need a back test at all. That's fine. But I would honestly recommend at least 100 trades. And find out if you're comfortable with that. If you're comfortable and you feel like you can trade that consistently in the market, then hey, perfect. But just make sure you that, that 100 trade spans over different markets in regards to different, different market conditions. Like I said, whether volatile markets, uh, slow consolidating markets, or whatever it may be, and understand that it's different per time frame. Um, uh, you know, like I said, five years on a daily is not that much data in regards to, you know, the amount of setups you'll get compared to five years on a five minute chart. So the last thing I would say on regards to this is, you know, the 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 possibility of over back testing. Um, I know this is crazy, but I there is a there is a possibility of over back testing. And that is, you know, getting I don't want to say getting too much numbers because I always feel like, you know, I always I'm the personality I'm the type I want to have more than less. But at the same time, there is a point where you're you have not you don't have too much data, but you're waiting the inevitable just to get more data. It's that it's that thing of, OK, well, I'm going to get a little bit more. I'm going to get another year because when it comes to trading, you're there's always going to be another year you can back test. There's always going to be another year you can get input into your data set. But at a certain point, you kind of just have to say, okay, this is enough. And for me, like I said, that's 10 years. Well, I guess technically 11 because I can't count and I accidentally did an extra year. But hey, you know, like, like I said, it's one of those things I was like, hey, I might as well get an extra year. Um, so for me, it's 11 years. I keep saying 10, but I guess I should say 11 going forward. Uh, for me, it's 11 years of data. For some people, like I said, for them, it's five. But you have to make sure you don't over back test. Like if you find yourself going back like, you know going back to 99 you're like okay well i need to get one more year because i want to make sure i want to see how things hit before the tech boom okay that might be a little too much you make it you might need to like scale it back a bit but i think like, like i said that sweet spot of 
getting enough data in regards to different marketing editions, that 10 year range I feel like is very good because you'll get a number of different things. You'll get the housing crisis of 2009-ish if you start then going forward. Um, and well, I guess that's 11 years, so I take that back. But if you start in 2010, you will get different marketing. You get Brexit, you get all these different market conditions input into your data and then you'll see how the market reacts so over time you'll get a clear view on what you should get a year and like i said that's why it's helpful and you should definitely break it down per pair per time frame and that's another thing sorry i should probably should have said that um your back testing should be per pair per time frame what that means is you should get a hundred trades like i said a minimum 100 trades say if you want to start back testing now you want to get 100 trades per pair per time frame so if you want to trade the 60 minute on the Aussie dollar, you need to get 100 pairs on the Aussie dollar, 60 minute. Like if, for example, you want to trade Gartley patterns or backtest Gartley patterns, you need to get 100 Gartley patterns on the Aussie dollar 60 minute. And to say if you want to trade it on the four hour as well, then you're going to want to get 100 Gartley patterns on the four hours. Completely separate data. Not separate data, but completely separate trades because there's going to be differences in those trades. You're not all Gartleys on the 60 minute are going to be on the four hour and vice versa. And just because the Gartley is profitable on the 60 minute on the Aussie dollar, when you trade it on the Euro yen, you're going to want to do a different set for the Euro yen. And that's why I said, you know, I, I've just recently, like I said, I completed Aussie dollar. I've done my CTS on my Euro yen and on my Euro dollar and the, those three pair and on the pound dollar as well, I can think off the top of my head. And I think the pound dollar was the most profitable one out of the four. Um, I think Euro dollar was next and then Euro yen and Aussie dollar were kind of the same. Um, and how would I know that? By back testing it. So you gotta remember not all these strategies carry over to other pairs. They all are different, they all are gonna vary, so make sure you test them individually. Um, with that being said, hopefully you guys got value out of this in regards, hopefully it was helpful in letting you know, you know how much back testing is necessary, how much you should back test, or kind of what, what number makes you feel comfortable in your trading live, and that will help you be consistent in your trading live, because that's the most important thing. Like I said, you wanna make sure you test it over different market conditions to see if it is profitable in those market conditions, because the last thing you wanna do, like, a, like that example of trading, you know, a trend continuation kind of setup in a trending market, killing it, and then going into a you know a non-trending market and getting absolutely slaughtered, and you didn't know that because you didn't backtest it. You want to avoid that, so you want to make sure you get enough data for that. With that being said, as like I said, hopefully this was helpful. I will see you guys in next week's episode. Take care and have a great rest of your trading weeks. I'll see you then. Bye.